Welcome to another episode of Brad Will Made a Tech Pod. I'm Will. Hey, Will and Brad. It's me. Hi. Hey, Brad. You found me. You seem so far away. I'm trying to hide out in my home, but I can't escape. Uh, the Wait, we got to do the cold open. Tech. I forgot. I forgot to do the cold open. Uh, that's okay. You know what? I think a lot of standards are going out the window right now. So Everything's backwards. Fine. The world is upside down. Yeah. Wait, that's a uh, Hamilton song. Um, how you doing, man? How's your work? How, how, welcome to the work from home experiment. Yeah, I you know I don't mind it so much. Like we do it pretty regularly uh, in the course of things anyway. So it's just kind of expanding that out a little bit. You guys are doing all like, the time like, thing. One day a week, usually, right? Yes, that's that's okay. typically what we do. So, but but uh, there are a lot of things because the rest of the week is spent in the office that I wasn't equipped for, like capturing video from video game consoles and a lot of stuff yeah. like that. So, still yeah. a lot of stuff to figure out. So, so you've been setting up a lot of new hardware this week. While, while I, uh, yes, yes, I uh, should we just get right down to it? Well, I think I know. Where, on. I know where this is going. We have some business first. We have some business okay. to attend to first. All off, right. Big podcast news. This is the biggest podcast news we've had yet, I think. Yeah. I we're think launching so. a Patreon. This yeah. is unsurprising wait, if you read the wait, survey. Is that, wait, is that how we're saying it? I mean, right? What, I mean, Patre- we're not. We're Patre- not. Patreon? Wait, you say you say Patreon, not Patreon? I, I've never heard the word. Pa- I've never heard the, that pronunciation before. Well, it's patro- It's for patronage. <laughs> Pat- it's not Pat- for patronage. Pa- you mean patronage? <laughs> Shit. Do I say this wrong? Oh, man. Oh, somewhere. Somewhere someone's yelling at me right let's, now. Let's let's um, ask some Renaissance era aristocrats how you're supposed to say that. I'm sure somebody will tell me that I'm wrong. But anyway, yeah, you uh, we're launching a Patreon. We have uh, a couple different tiers. There's like uh, there, there's benefits at all sorts of tiers, including access to the exclusive Tech Pod Discord. Yeah, uh, where people have already found the Patreon. Just a, to be a clear, handful, a handful of very intrepid, uh, industrious yeah. folks found their way in there already. <laughs> Yeah, so um, it's up now at patreon.com slash techpod. We're going to do a patron-exclusive show uh, once a month is the plan right now. But as with a lot of this podcast, kind of we're figuring it out as we go along. So Yes, yes. um, kind of work work in progress, like soft launch, let's say. It's like phase two of the soft launch. Yeah, we're going to do – there'll be some kind of exclusive content at the $5 tier, and then there's some higher tiers for people who want to get shout-outs and stuff like that. Yeah. I, I, we're really more. excited about it and yeah. appreciate you guys. Yes. Uh, it's maybe the biggest piece of feedback we've gotten that you should please do a Patreon. So, um, you know, that's not the worst feedback to get, honestly. I, it's uh, very gratifying. I was very uh, grateful to our yeah. audience. You guys are awesome. And honestly, so. like speaking, speaking gratifying, I, I will say I, I remain grateful that anybody even listens to this thing. So anything on top of that is a, is a much appreciated bonus. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so. Uh, the big thing that's happening this week, obviously, is that m- most of America is shutting down. Large yeah. portions of America are shutting down for coronavirus. We're, mm-hmm. I feel like we're on maybe the second wave because we're in the Bay Area and Seattle got hit harder earlier. They're a little bit in our future. Yeah, um, and people, people, but you know, people even here started taking preemptive action. Like the, a lot of people have been working from home for a week plus at this point. I, I mean, I pulled my daughter out of school at the start of what's now last week for for listeners, but yeah. Um, so she's been out of school all week this week, and uh, you, when we started having community spread cases, I work from home. My wife works at the in the house. There's no reason for us to expose ourselves any more than we needed to. Yeah. So we're over here flattening the curve, Brad. That's yeah, that's working on that's, it. My yeah, mom, uh, unbidden, mm. used the used the phrase "flatten the curve" in a text message nice. yesterday. I was very proud. Marketing works. They're, Good job. They're, they're keeping. They're keeping up. I mean, hey, everybody's in this together. Yeah, 
there are definitely a lot of sources out there for coronavirus information. We were going to have somebody, an epidemiologist, come on and talk to us this week, but, but it's scheduling that has gotten challenging because yeah, of... Yeah, uh, it turns out the people that know how this how this stuff works are in uh, pretty high high demand right now. I was excited to hear about R0, but uh, we'll maybe get to that we'll, soon. We'll, yeah, hopefully we'll do that at some point in the future. We have some other friends yeah. who we can get on if, if we can't if we can't schedule an epidemiologist. Um, yeah. But, I mean, I think this is a good opportunity to talk about working from home. I, I've yeah. been doing it now for five years, um, which is a lot. Yeah. In terms of four and a half years, I guess. Uh-huh. It's, it's, a, it's a lot of working from home. Um, I gotta, I gotta imagine, like more than anything else, your monitor situation has really come to a head this oh, week. Man, that's yeah, that's really the, the only topic on my mind. Um, I drag really, the that's monitor the only home. One? That, that's it, Brad. That's well, the only no, thing no, you're no, thinking no. about right now. Well, in the in the very very narrow range of mm. uh, of tech topics mm. that pertain to this podcast, that's what okay. I've been thinking about. Okay, that's so, fair. In in other socio political terms, there's a lot more. Yeah, on my mind, but uh, yeah, so I I dragged them on. I, <laughs> <sighs> I'm in monitor crisis right now, man. Wait, did you, did you carry a monitor on the bus, Brad? I, I well, I took a I took a lift. Okay, <laughs> that's, that's company that's, property. That's yeah, you got to protect it's, that. I, I'm not gonna, you know, I can't put company uh, property at risk. But yeah, so I um for a variety of reasons, I dragged a monitor home from work. No, did you get something like really big anytime soon? Like a uh, UHD, a, it is, something it is a Dell, like 4K. It's a Dell U U twenty four fifteen. It's not even very fancy at all. It's like a two hundred dollar monitor. It is. It's four, how many P's does it have? Four or five year old model. It's well, so it's sixteen by ten, so it's a nineteen twenty by twelve hundred. But it's a, essentially it's a you know a ten eighty P ish. Um, nothing fancy. Sixty hertz, like one HDMI input. But I need I need I needed something that, you know, because we're going to be dealing with the console games. I needed something with an HDMI input and that was at least 1080p. Again, not the most expensive monitor. It's like a four year old model. But I got it in here and hooked it up. I got these other two. I got these two 15 year old. The baby monitors for babies. They're actually stacked on top of each other to my right here. Uh huh. That's Uh, almost the size of one real monitor now. Anyway, this thing. Again, not being super fancy, looks so fucking much better than this ancient shit that I have like, I've had my finger hovering over Amazon order buttons for the last three days, just trying to resist ordering anything, anything. Now's the time. Like, no no better time than now. Like there are cheapo, like I literally went to DisplayNinja.com and went to their $100, like of the buyer's guide in the $100 range. And like Uh there are. There are monitors from 100 to 150 dollars that are guaranteed to look like a thousand times better than what I've got right now. So, like, you, I I may not, I may have to get something in here at some point soon. <laughs> you sent me a text the other day that literally said, "Tell me it's a bad idea to just buy a couple of really cheap monitors to hold me out while I'm working from home or something to that effect." And I was like, "Yeah, that's a really bad idea. Just Why buy is one." That a bad idea. Just buy. Don't don't. Look, don't buy shit that's just going to go in the in the landfill in a year. Buy well, I something. Would I would never throw a monitor away. I would I, donate it or sell it. But I know. But the point is, don't just buy something to use for like like monitors should last a long time. Well, buy hey, buy knowing, the good one. Knowing me, I will buy these, planning to use them for eighteen months, and then a decade from now, we'll be. I I wasn't going to say that. That was my uh, other thought. So I mean, real quick, just before we move on from this, like my actual thought process, like I, you know, I've been talking for months, obviously, about how there's a bunch since of since the dawn of this podcast, actually. Uh huh. Yeah, it's an ongoing topic. Like, you know, there, like there are a bunch of nice higher res IPS panels coming out this year that I'm kind of getting tired of waiting for. Um, 
The thought I had, though, is like you tell me, but it feels like we're like two to three years tops from 4K monitors being the new 1080p monitors. Like we're getting there. Like you can get reasonably priced, reasonably sized 4K monitors now. So I think that's Uh, probably the case, but I don't um, I don't look. There's going to be problems with 4K gaming for the foreseeable future. One is that like frame rate is a problem for sure. Yeah, but um, so I mean, one of the one of the big factors in my calculus there is that Nvidia introduced the integer scaling in their drivers, so you can run, uh, you can run games at 1080p internally and scale them to 4K quite easily now. So you can that that essentially that solves that problem. Um, well, kind of, but the the other problem is, I mean, yes, it does solve that problem. The I I I just I feel like it depends on what kind of games you play. If you're playing single player stuff and you're playing at 30 or 60 Hertz, it's fine. If you're playing multiplayer, like if you're playing the COD, uh, uh, battle Royale thing that came out this week and you want to be running at 144 frames a second, you're not going to get that at 4k for the foreseeable future. Definitely not. Yeah. Um, But, but, but but the point I'm making is that's why I'm looking at just maybe buying into some like pretty cost effective 1080p screens now. And then like three years from now or something, I might like sell those for, 30 bucks and and get into 4k the point i'm making really is that like 1440p to me is starting to look more and more like kind of a weird stopgap between 1080 and 4k and that i would rather just get something this very kind of price to performance and and hold out a little bit longer i mean it, it depends on what size monitor you're getting to i find that at at bigger than 24 inches 1080p is real hard to use absolutely i would yeah um, i'm yeah, I would not. I would not get 1080 at 27 inches. Yeah, the the. I mean, so if you're looking at a 24 inch monitor, yeah, 1080p monitors are fine. Um, I, I think you know, I so I did some monitor rearranging this week because I've been spending more time in front of my desk, and I was like, I have this big ultra wide monitor, but it's on top of my other my secondary monitor, and it pushes that monitor down. So I was I was squinching down in my chair too far to like get the monitor at the right height for my eyes and all that. The, the main one that I use to play games and work on. So I took the, the ultra wide, which is on a boom. It's a 34 inch ultra wide <sighs> and I rotated it portrait. What <laughs> do the drivers even support that? Oh yeah. Windows, you'll, it'll let you do whatever you want with whatever Man. monitor, but it's, it's ridiculous. Like it's real dumb. It is That's, so tall. What are, you, what are you putting on that thing? Um, so like when I'm streaming, it's all my Twitch stuff. Okay. Um, so it's like, you know, chat and OBS and Man. all the audio business and discord and all that. Um, that's a lot of real estate. <laughs> that's a lot of chat at one time, but like you can have all of Reddit on there. Like the whole yeah. thing just fits <laughs> like it's, it's real tall. I, you need to, I, you need to put a photo of this in the show notes. This sounds I, completely ridiculous. Yeah. I'll, t- I'll it, clean up my desk enough. I can take a picture. Yeah. That's a good call. Is that thing curved? Oh Yeah. Gentle, wow. gentle curved. Okay. It's um, it's really, it's a look. It's, it's my daughter walked in and was like, "What did you do, Dad?" It's like, <laughs> well, Dad, Daddy made some mistakes. Oh man, she's she's reached the stage of critiquing your your desk arranging decisions. She she hasn't started giving me grief about how messy my desk is. She, she has she has office opinions now. She does have feelings. Yeah. Um, so okay, so you, your monitor situation. The good news is all the rest of your tech stuff is pretty stable, and you pretty got like good. a yeah. Actually, maybe not so much. But what else is happening, Brad? I also chose last Friday. Well, I slash our IT department chose last Friday to uh, swap my work laptop out. Oh, no. I 
we kind of like maybe could have thought ahead a little bit more about what what we might be doing for our work situation in the near future but um i had a 2013 macbook pro which uh like two usb3 ports i think maybe three so it was basically like two thunderbolt two ports two usb3 i think yeah uh, an sd card reader like everything like all the, all the things you need stuff. a headphone jack yeah uh well so this new laptop does have a headphone jack but that's about it uh so i traded that thing in did you go one of the, but, the butterfly key ones? The, the uh, bad keyboard I guess, ones? I think so. My, I, From what I can tell, this one has a slightly modified design, but it is still the, the butterfly switch. Okay. So it's a 2019 MacBook bar? Pro. Yes, which I'm oh, not boy. sure how I feel about right now. Oh, it's bad. Yeah, I don't think I'm a big fan, but uh, I, I really like physical escape key, which I keep reaching for and not finding. But um, so it's a 2019 MacBook Pro that has a headphone jack and four USB-C ports. And switching to that two work days two business days before we were suddenly homebound <laughs> kind of rough have a, i hope you have a whole boatload of dongles i have one they issued oh. uh they issued me a dongle that has uh usb c hdmi and one usb a 3.0 oh and, so it's like a mini little docking station thing yeah, that's not so too I bad I, I don't i don't have nothing but i'm pretty limited on what i can do with that laptop wow. at the moment yeah wow. so i uh, you know i mean the t- Shipping and supply chains have not completely broken down yet, so I might have to uh, Amazon a couple of extra adapters here. Um, it's been interesting. It's been it, fun. It's, Asterisk. It's, it's, uh, to scramble it's, uh, for, for, you know, to, to try to, to exercise some ingenuity and make some stuff work here. Well, it's good because you have nothing else going on, clearly. It's like Definitely a really low, low traffic time. You guys aren't, you know, shifting to a work-from-home life or anything like that. Yeah, totally. There aren't, there aren't big games about to hit the streets or anything it's it's funny that you mention the ring fit the 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 supply chain stuff breaking down because like we've heard i've heard a couple of people who are in manufacturing talking about how you know they're not able to get parts so their entire building you know like they, they're not able to get like pick and place parts for for circuit boards and things like that like transistors and capacitors and mosfets and things like that so their whole their whole production lines are shut down and slowed which yeah, is that really yeah but it sounds like the beginning of the chain for a lot of that stuff. Well, it's it's why we've seen. I mean, if you think about it, Chinese, a lot of China chi- factories in China have now been offline for a couple of months, month and a half. Oh, sure, sure. Uh, from the end of lunar, you know, they plan to be off for Lunar New Year for a couple of weeks, and then you know, now it's been a month and a half after that. Okay, so we've um, had time to de- deplete our stocks of of those base components. So we're starting to get thin or the factories, you know, the assembly places themselves have been shut down for, for right. obvious reasons. Um, they, they um, like we're seeing that other places, the VR headsets have been thin for a while uh, post Christmas, just because you know, there was a big, big run at Christmas time. And now it's, it's thinned out again. I think valve did a quick run of index sales earlier this yes. week. Um, the ring, I tried to get a ring fit the other day and they're sold out. Like everywhere, when you go to Best Buy, it says there's no ring fits within 250 miles of your location. Not that I would go to retail. Wow. Yeah, that apparently that was happening. That was even before all this started. Those things were pretty tough to find. So it, I think it was the hot the hot toy at Christmas this year. So it was yeah. it was tough to find yeah. um, one of one of the 10 best games of 2019. I understand. Oh, really? Huh. That's interesting. That's what I'm told. Hmm. Wasn't on my list, but uh, <laughs> sure. Uh, 
Uh, I, I, it's funny in this whole situation is we're shifting and, and there's like big societal changes happening for, for good reason. Just to be clear, yeah. we, we're, yeah. we're like, I, I find it comforting that we're shutting stuff down. I wish we'd done it two weeks ago. Um, I wish I had talked to my grandmother more cause she was, she was born in 1919 and grew up in London. So she was, you know, she lived, she was a teenager in, a, in her twenties through world war two okay. and the blitz and all that. And she used to tell me stories about what it was like, you know, when, when they were on rationing for 15 years and, oh, sure. and you know, what it was like to get bombed by the Germans every night and how they kind of, did, did the rationing extend past the end of the war? Yeah, the rationing extended a long time past the end of the war because wow. the food, okay. food chains were European food chains were messed up for for five or six years after the end sure. of the war. Yeah, um, like she, they moved. She and my mom. So my dad was was a GI. My grandfather was a GI, and uh, my grandmother, and my mom, stayed there until forty six, I think. Um, and then they they came over. Uh, he he came back, and they came back over on a ship together. Um, but, but yeah, it like, she would tell stories about what, you know, trading everybody pooling their ration cards for flour so that somebody who was getting married could get a wedding cake and oh, like wow, the, whole, the whole block would use their flour ration and egg yeah. ration to make, to make a wedding cake that's, or that's, that's, that's the kind of communal action that makes you feel good about, you know, the resilience of the human spirit. Yeah. Like, like when she got married, one of the women who worked in the parachute place in the in the like who's a parachute holder basically took st- stole unused like the silk that was from parachutes that were too damaged to continue being used and they made a wedding dress for her wow, out of that, that is right? incredible like, holy crap like it, it it's about um i mean it, it is incredibly stressful it's really scary but it was also the stories she told were about people coming together in this time yeah. of adversity not totally you know the, the looting or profiteering or or whatever um yeah we, we seem w- to be at the yeah. we seem to be at the, the beginning of the process but like the the pattern that seems like it's going to emerge or always emerges in these situations is like there's an initial period of like uncertainty and fear and then people become i don't know if desensitized is the best word or like the the, the reality becomes normalized and people get used to it and then people start kind of working together and like helping each other out and, and generally making the best of it i guess she 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 used to tell a story about being on a bus home from, from work and the, you know, the, 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 they did a a crazy daylight savings time, like four hour daylight savings time so that people would be, I I don't remember the rationale, but the upshot was it was so the Germans would be, they'd be awake at night when the Germans were bombing so they could shoot at the Germans or something. I I don't remember (laughs) why they did the bad daylight savings, but, but, they were riding home in the bus and this old, the, the air raid sirens went off and they started hearing bombs exploding. And one of the old guys on the bus said, Oh, Jerry's at it again early. <laughs> and everybody she, like laughed. <laughs> and she's like, this is, Jeez. this is people can adapt to anything. Is yeah. That's the, some real, real gallows humor, I guess. Um, I don't yeah. know a lot about uh, the day to day government response at the time, but like even just, you know, the visibility of like the keep calm and carry on kind of uh, imagery that, still exists to this day like it seems like the role of government support in maintaining the national spirit was a lot more prominent back then i think they valued it more for sure like yeah. they were paying attention I, I i mean we we do have that like flatten the curve is i'm, I'm That's sure yes like stuff like that is 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 in the same vein maybe a little more informed i, That's I fair. It, it kind of it's one of those situations where i feel like 
it's difficult to tell if social media makes this worse or better because I feel like I'm definitely better informed than somebody would have been in, say, 1916 when the Spanish flu was going around. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know if that's helpful. I mean, yeah. it probably makes me a little bit safer, but I, I don't know. Definitely have not been sleeping quite as soundly for the last few days. No, I, I've stopped reading any social media after nine o'clock so that I can like sleep. That's probably for the best. Um, um, I guess the, the last thing I'll say that I saw on Twitter about the response to all this and the practices that are that are being undertaken. Um, I wish I'd saved it. It was just a short little thread about, you know, basically the, the measures that people are going to right now are intended to, you know, stem the spread of infection so that that. You know, the healthcare system isn't overwhelmed and more people don't die all at the same time. It's more about spreading the infection out. But they were saying, you know, one of the inevitable consequences of an effective response is that down the line, a bunch of people are going to go, well, that sure was a lot of to do about nothing. And the, the line that really stuck out to me was we have to be willing to look like we overreacted later on. I mean, look, if 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 people are complaining that we overreacted, hooray. Yeah, but yeah, I think we've we've talked about the Y2 we talked about the Y2K analogy before a bit like that that you know like you it's like we we have to just assume that some people are going to roll their eyes and say that it was all a bunch of nonsense. I mean, yeah, the, yeah, the Y2K is a perfect example because a, a millions of people worked incredibly hard to make that not a big deal. Yeah. Right? And and we were very lucky as a result of that. If if I mean, the thing the thing and this is not like if you look at what's happening in Italy and what happened in China and and think oh this isn't a big deal you know people are overreacting then either you're really really bad at math or you're a fool and you know it it's it's fine to overreact but when you're dealing with something that spreads exponentially and is doubling every two to seven six days right now it seems like yeah. there like anything we can do to prevent the number of people that need to be hospitalized from getting bigger than the number of hospital beds we can accommodate, the better off we are for, for us, for the healthcare professionals that have to have to do this work every day. And just for, for, you know, anything we need to keep the, the fatality rate from this down is good. Yes, absolutely. So um, obviously that, and then then that leads to a lot of questions about, Hey, what does everybody do when they're shut up in their homes for the next X number of weeks? Yeah. Um, I mean, the good news is this is a role I've been training for, for the last 20 years. <laughs> You're on top of it. Yeah. Like I, I, when I used to order pizza and I was home alone, I would have conversations with people off camera, uh, when the pizza guy came. So it didn't seem like I was a sad guy ordering pizza all by myself. <laughs> So wow, that's that is really a commitment to the bit. I, I'm impressed. Oh, hey, guys, the pizza's here. <laughs> here I am partying. All of my friends are just out of frame. Yep. I, yeah. Oh, I ordered pizza. I have 10 minutes to get in the shower before it's here and I have to you know, be presentable for the pizza delivery person. Uh-huh. Um, Anxiety is a hell of a drug. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, like, I mean. Like a lot of the normal work from home stuff makes a ton of sense here, right? Like it's it's really helpful for your mental for my mental health at least to maintain the normal routine. You know, get up, eat breakfast, take a shower, drink some coffee, sit down. You know, the, the only difference is that now you I don't have a commute. So my commute is is eight feet instead of spending forty five minutes in the car. Yeah. Um, but I you know, put on at least athleisure wear. So you know, <laughs> okay. the sweatpants and a a t shirt with some sort of design on it. Yeah. Um, uh, eat, eat meals at the regular times. Don't fuck up your sleep schedule real bad. Cause that's like, it's real easy 
when you're working from home to like work until nine o'clock at night and then sit down and be like, oh, shit, how did I do this? Yes, I was definitely on Slack and going through emails at like nine, nine thirty last night. And that's not a good way to be. Yeah, no. So so like, you know, respect your start time, respect your finish time, you, you know, with within reason, obviously, and yeah. and eat meals at, at your normal meal eating times, you know, eat breakfast eat lunch, eat dinner. Um, you, you put in going for walks, which I think is a good idea as long as you maintain a gap with other people. Yes. Because, um, I, I mean, obviously the goal of working from home in this situation is to prevent infection spread or to slow infection spread. So, but yeah, w- walks outside are good. Um, uh, my wife and daughter had to go deliver the last of the Girl Scout cookies yesterday. Okay. Uh, so they were like driving around and dropping them at people's doors and then ringing the doorbell and running away and saying, Hey, yeah. your cookies are here. Come get them. Yes. Yeah, so I've, um, I've definitely read stories of people like sliding paperwork under doors to, to be signed and stuff like that. Um, uh, maintaining outside contact with the world. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, my, my discord that I, for my Twitch stream has been full of people talking about how this is impacting their lives and what they're learning and sharing information and you're talking about what food they're making and what shows they're watching and what they're doing to kill time when they're cooped up inside all the time. Yeah. And we don't, neither of us have this problem, but I imagine that is extra crucial for people who live alone. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you're not having adult human contact with the rest of the world that uh, a bunch of people are doing Zoom calls, like a bunch of people in my VR world are having like a Monday Zoom call get together where they all hop on and kind of chat and talk about how they're doing. Yeah. Um, It's actually like just real quick. Like I I just this occurred to me as you were saying that, like, it's funny how much of a positive psychological effect just hearing about stuff like that has like. Like it's in my mind, it was going from, oh my God, it's doom and gloom. The world is ending. Like, what are we going to do to hearing stuff like that? It's like, oh, we could, we could get through this. Like this, this is going to be fine. Like there are positive aspects here. Yeah. I mean, this isn't the stand, right? Yeah. Like we're not, yeah. we're, we're not, we're not in an epic battle for good and evil with yeah. sp- spiritual forces from beyond our ken. This is like, <laughs> just, <laughs> I mean, yeah, give us some time. Uh, bring, but bring, no. bring out your dead. Yeah. This is, this is a disease and. Like there's no mystery in how we deal with this if we're smart. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the um, uh, oh, FaceTiming friends and family. This is if you have little kids, you know this all the time. But like, if you're eating lunch and you're there by yourself and you're alone and you're lonely, you know, give your folks a call or give your kid a call or give your yeah. aunts or uncles text your. You know, one of the things uh, we've been checking in with our neighbors. We have a bunch of neighbors who are in their like early sixties mid sixties and, and finding out if we can help them with whatever that doesn't involve human contact. Uh, yeah, I mean, happy, we're happy to do. Sure. Um, and then, yeah, like the, like, how do you make your home? Like, like having a place where you don't have to worry about touching your face is really nice. In right, your Brad? home. You just touch your face. Oh, just oh, that. You don't, yes. I, I absolutely like, just scratch my nose. You're, you're talking about not having to work. Right, right, right. Yeah, like not having to maintain eternal vigilance in in the sanctity yes. of your home, yes. it will help you maintain sanity. So, like, yeah, I've I've basically just been going straight to the sink as soon as I come in from having to go anywhere and washing my hands immediately. Good policy. Uh, but you know, there these some, some of these studies are coming out in the last few days saying that it, the virus can survive on surfaces for days in some contexts. So you got to be careful about stuff you're bringing in too, which kind of leads me to wonder how I should handle grocery shopping. Cause that's the one thing I'm going to have to go out for at some point. So we've been buying, um, we've been having deliveries done 
You can okay. still get Prime now and Safeway delivery times in the Bay Area, at least. We're lucky that we live someplace that we can do that. Yeah. Um, we haven't been buying a lot of fresh produce that we can't like wash with soap and water. Right. Um, we've been di- doing a lot of frozen vegetables. Uh, I bought some lettuce because I hate having sandwiches without lettuce, and I'll just yeah. take take my chances. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, like anytime we bring packages in, we're wiping them off with those Clorox wipes, which seem to be very okay. effective against the virus. Yeah. Um. Uh. And like same thing for when we when we go out or come in, we we, we go straight to the sink, wash hands, um, take off outerwear, um, wipe down all the handles and stuff that we use to get in when we come back in. Uh, wipe down the faucets and the soap and all like it's we're a little crazy over here i don't know if it's i don't, I don't we might don't, be going too know. far i don't think you can be too crazy right now i i mean the goal the goal is to maintain a, a threat free zone in the house right speaking of clorox wipes and, and disinfectants and so forth yeah i planned poorly um oh no we've got uh a, an okay supply of some like peroxide wipes and a few uh little tiny um isopropyl alcohol prep pads but our bottle of isopropyl alcohol is all but gone oh no and it is impossible to find right now so do you I've have got, bleach um i think we do so you can dilute that down and it's just as effective really is my understanding yeah okay. like like uh specifically those clorox wipes that are used bleach as the disinfecting agent are okay. are listed as one of the effective items so yeah i mean the biggest reason i like uh, the isopropyl alcohol is how fast it evaporates so i can use it on electronics a lot more confidently yeah. so i'm still trying to find a bottle and i was going to ask you like <laughs> as of right now my method is that i have a bunch of bookmarks saved to the product page on you know walgreens.com cvs.com target Safeway, like I'm basically just checking their stock manually every every morning. Yeah, and obviously that's not doing much good. <laughs> Do you have any other tips for like trying to catch it when it's around somewhere? So there used to be services that would do this for you. Um, I don't know that they would have fooled with isopropyl because it's kind of a low dollar item. Yeah, uh, I don't. I, I think other than checking in or hoofing it to your like your bodega around the corner from your house or whatever, I, I feel like you're probably boned at this point. Because okay. it seems like it's going to be thin for a bit. That'll restock, yeah. though. We make that here, so that shouldn't be a problem. Yeah. Um, All right, I'll just keep you, checking. You can also use ethanol. So you can use, like, Everclear if you if you have huh. a liquor store near you. Oh, interesting. It needs to be a high proof. It needs to be a high proof. Uh, so you don't want to use ethanol on your skin? Yeah. And no and no, no additives, of course. Yeah. Um, the additives don't matter, but, like, you can't, like... The, the rum people comically were having to tell people not to use, or vodka were having to tell people not to use vodka to make hand sanitizer. Right. That, that's what I, that's what I'm talking week. about. Like, like you, um, you want like is Everclear is nothing but ethanol and a little bit of water, yeah. right? Yeah. So ethanol is 100 percent ethanol. It's 100 okay. percent pure pure grain alcohol, and that's um, bad for your skin. It'll dry it out real bad. Oh, okay. And does it would it evaporate off of electronics? Should well? yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I mean the ten percent bleach solution seems so. Apple was saying use Clorox wipes on your yeah. phone. Yeah. So, so they, uh, I'm way way out of the curve on that one. I've been using such wipes on my phone for two years, so my oleophobic coating is long gone. Well, the, uh, but, so they, the, but they finally they finally kind of pulled back on saying like, hey, don't use these things on your phone. It's probably fine. The um the the 
those those wipes just in general for future reference it doesn't help now i realize but those wipes are super good for having around if you have kids because when they get sick and are throwing up you can just follow them and and wipe down every surface that they touch with those yeah and we've managed to go through a couple of norovirus runs where my daughter got sick and neither of the rest of us managed to get sick wow no that's impressive okay I mean, we're also maniacs about it. So, yeah, that's, you know. I mean, you've got yeah. to protect yourself. Yeah, I've, I've talked about it on some of the giant bomb stuff before, but I uh, I had a pretty bad bout with hand, foot and mouth disease a little over a year ago that I caught from my uh, year and a half old nephew. Nice job. As did everyone else in the house at, at, we, at Christmas. We always so, managed to avoid that. And I consider myself blessed because it sounds horrific. Oh. It is. I mean, you know, it's not going to kill you, but it is an un- unbelievably Unco- unpleasant. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, so then I guess the last thing is what to do if you get sick and basically call your doctor. I think anybody yeah. listening to this is probably outside of the age range that's that's in a high danger zone. Yeah. Um, if you if you start experiencing shortness of breath, I think you're supposed to go to the ER. But um, yes. but calling your doctor is the right choice. Yeah. Uh, whether whether you're in a. Uh, comorbidity type way or not um so yeah i think that's i think that's that that's that, that's my sanity practices yeah. um i feel like Tried i mean to. i i i know people panicked freaked out we we're recording this on friday morning i guess yeah another good work from home tip is to know what day of the week it is <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah you know <laughs> you don't want to pop in for the stand up on Saturday morning and be like, Hey, where the hell is everybody in Slack? And then, you know, and then you're the jerk. Um, yeah, it's, uh, I, I would say like generally be careful with reading too much. Yeah. Like the, the day that all those, those accounts from Italian hospitals started coming out where they, when they ran out of respirators and ICU beds for the number of people that were affected, I read those until about three o'clock in the morning and then didn't Mm -hmm. sleep for two days. Yeah. Those Um, those threads were definitely the inflection point for me of like, we should probably think about staying in our house from now on. Oh, here's one. Uh, So in my discord yesterday, there was a conversation about what to do if your spouse or partner or parents or someone important to you isn't taking this seriously enough. Okay. Um, Yeah. I, my mom is immune compromised and we had this conversation a lot. We had this last week. She was like, Oh, this isn't that big a deal. But also they came out here last month and we're going to cancel the trip because it was, it was spreading in, in, uh, in China. So, you know, cognitive dissonance is a real bitch. Yeah. Um, th- like sharing stories, the, the panel that happened at UCSF middle of last week for you all. Um, some people posted notes from that, which were, maybe not entirely accurate for the uh, panels for, you know, for, for what the panel's intent was, but we're painted a stark picture about the, the risks of this disease. Um, the Italian, uh, the Atlantic has done a series of stories that are really good and informative without being uh, panicky and without mm-hmm. being overly scary. Um, but that are, I think realistic and, and show what the danger is and what the threat is. Uh, in a realistic way and yeah i mean try not to let your parents get on cruises if you can help it i guess yeah that's pretty safe advice uh i have a related question i don't know if you're in a position to answer it in fact yeah, this, would have, this would have <clears throat> this would have been a perfect uh question for the epidemiologist if we had put that together but uh have well, you seen any advice about what to do if someone that you cohabitate with 
uh, becomes infected. Put them in one room mostly by themselves. Okay. Is my just understanding. Try to, try to just avoid contact as much as possible. Wipe, wipe down the bathroom. Yeah. Every three hours. Yeah. I mean, uh, wipe down the bathroom. Uh, don't like you, you, anytime you have contact with that person, wash your hands, uh, have them wear a mask. If they're, if they're in common areas, sure. Um, just to try to catch as many of the droplets as you can. Yeah. Um, I'm sure it goes without saying sleep in different rooms until further notice. I, I, I mean, we're, working on the assumption over here that if one of us gets it, the rest of us are probably going to get it too. Cause it seems like yeah. inside the same house, it's pretty hard. Like if you, if you can afford a hotel, maybe <laughs> let the person who's sick stay home and the person who's not sick duck in and out. Um, yeah, that's, that's possible. Although, I mean, some of the, some of the research that's coming out about how long people are contagious, uh, is going to make that pretty impractical after a while. I mean, probably most likely given that people are contagious, at least in the last few days before you start developing symptoms, you probably are already infected. If somebody else in your house has, has that's okay. That's starts showing symptoms is my, is I mean, so the takeaway from that UCSF thing is we really don't know a lot of stuff. We don't know how long it lasts in the environment. We don't know how long the incubation period is. We don't know when people start being contagious inside the incubation period. And, and that combined like like the reason i was comforted when we started shutting things down is we don't there's enough stuff we don't know we're not able to test fast enough in the u.s yeah so so like we can't do contain we can't do containment strategies because we don't know like like ohio was saying they think there's probably a hundred thousand cases in the state of ohio yesterday but like at that point we have to do whatever we can socially to prevent uh spread of the disease so yeah yes what's up yeah Oh, uh, the last thing I wanted to talk about is that because of the way the supply chains work, this is going to take a while. Um, it's going to take a while to come back from. Like, even if we manage to, the disease stops spreading in May because of climate, of you know, season changes. It, it's still going to take a while to get supply chains working again. And you know, the things that are easier to shut, it's easier to shut things down than to start them back up. So. Uh, it's it, things are going to be weird for a while. As I told my daughter the other day, don't expect to have blueberries uh, <laughs> whenever you want. Uh, so you know, it, a lot it's, of ripple it's, effects. Yeah, we're we're going to be feeling this for probably years, would be my guess. But at least wow. at least months. Yeah. So okay then. Um, yeah, real upbeat stuff. Hey, yeah, sign up for uh, our Patreon at uh, yeah. TechPod. Uh, sorry, Patreon.com/slash/TechPod. It's out there. It's, um, it's getting there. Yeah. And, and, and find find your community people. Like this is, I posted a goofy video yesterday of this guy playing a calliope. And it, it, the caption was day 87 of the quarantine, <laughs> but yes. like, yeah, you know, going around. Yeah. Learn to juggle, uh, build models, get, you know, order some gunpla, build, buy some Lego. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've definitely, I've definitely had that thought of, you know, it's like, okay, I'm going to be stuck in here for some number of weeks. Like, seems like a good time to maybe get a, a, a steady exercise routine going. Yeah. You know, let's work on work, read some books, watch those movies that I've got laying there. Yeah. Watch every movie that won an Academy award, go through the, yeah. you know, you can for 10 bucks a month or something, you can sign up for the criterion channel. You have infinite good movies. Yeah. Um, yeah. I honestly, yeah. I think like turning your attention toward a project or two, like coming up with something you can really focus on that, that would be beneficial long-term is, uh, is probably a good way to go. Yeah. Do some home repair stuff, make, make your living space more comfortable and better for you. And, yeah. and, and, you know, try to turn this negative time into something that's positive. 
yeah, learn, learn a new skill. You know, there's all kinds of stuff. Um, so yeah, this is, uh, I guess that's it for us this week. We'll be back next week. I think, I think we're due for a Q and a show next week. So send your questions okay. to, uh, yes. tech pod at content.town. Probably an extra fertile time for uh, questions to come in. Yeah. And, and it, look, it doesn't have to be about coronavirus. We are whatever you want. Yeah. It can be about technology, yeah. you know, send, we're open to ask, answering questions. I might, I might finally order a mister. If I might finally buy, I've, Ooh. I mean, if I'm going to be here for a while, <laughs> I need a new tech project. That seems like a good yeah. thing to mess with. That sounds good. So, yeah. uh, we, I mean, there's, there's a bazillion, you can work on your video game backlog. There's all sorts of good stuff you can do. Um, yeah. Usually this is the part where I say leave a review on iTunes. That's the best thing you can do to help the pod. But there's more now that you can yeah. do yeah. by going to patreon.com slash tech pod and signing up yeah. there. Like like we said before, um, the rewards are we're going to try some stuff and see what works and what doesn't. Um, so the rewards may change over time. But I'm I think I think we're stoked that you guys like the show and yeah. want to help us keep doing this. And it's very flattering. Um, it's very exciting for us so and leaving a review is great too don't don't feel like just because like if you're don't don't spend money that you would spend on something important on us you know we don't we're fine definitely um so yeah thank you all and i guess we'll see you next week yeah be safe out there bye yeah wash your hands wash them real good 20 seconds sing the songs bye